0: We recap the battle between Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask during OTAs and tell you all the good that countered a few unflattering videos that circulated on Twitter. That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks.
1: Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up and welcome into this live Friday episode of locked on Bucks, your daily podcast covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day thank you so much for making locked on bucks your first listener view every single day And don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast you can also follow us on Twitter. I am James Yarko, at jyarko underscore bucks, joined by my freshly faded co-host, Mr. David Harrison. He is at d harrison 82 both credentialed media members covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am the deputy editor of SBNation's David is over at Sports Illustrated's part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. And we are here with you every Monday through Friday. Kind of more on that later. Along with our everydayers, as always, we want to share our appreciation for your continued support of the show.
1: And on today's episode of Locked On Bucks, brought to you by Fanduel, we're going to talk about some words, some wise words from JJ Watt. They're going to be interesting, and we've definitely got some thoughts on those. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers players pick the NBA Finals. We'll talk about who they're picking and why many of them are wrong. But first. This week, wrapped up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers OTA periods. the first, really, I mean, first two portions of phase three of the offseason program. The next phase or portion of phase three comes next week with the mandatory mini camp. and then it's nothing, nada, zilch, nothing's happening until training camp, unless it's bad news, maybe a resigning. I don't think so, but Is maybe it, a there, resigning. There,
0: there could be a contract extension. Maybe there, there could be. Could, there could be. be. More than likely, it's bad news.
1: Typically, this is DUI season like this, like that's I mean, let's just be honest. That's typically if there's news, it's usually like DUI news. So we almost kind of don't want news. This is when sports reporters like to go on vacation. But before we can go on vacation, we got to talk OTA recap notes. Uh, and we're talking about the biggest story that's going on during OTAs. It's going to be the biggest story all off season, all through training camp until there is a decision made. And of course, that is the battle between Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask for the quarterback position, whether you, James, myself, Trevor Sykema, Pewter Report, Evan Klosky, doesn't matter whether anybody actually believes this thing is a true competition or there's even an option that or a world where Kyle Trask wins this thing. The Buccaneers are saying that it is a battle. And honestly, they're they're sharing reps. Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask are sharing reps during OTA. So the Buccaneers are running this thing as a battle. And I think because of that, it needs to be taken that in, in that light so we're going to talk about both these quarterbacks what they've done well from what we've seen and real quick a big thank you a big shout out to our guy logan robinson uh, of bucksgameday.com. day.com he is the bucksgameday.com day.com guy on the ground in tampa as our everydayers know james and i are not located in tampa so unfortunately we can't be there every day for otas but Logan is on the ground sharing his notes, his observations, and we trust his eyes and and everything. So we're going to share some of these things that are happening here during the OTA session. First and foremost, Baker Mayfield is the first quarterback on the field during these practice sessions. And I think that is important, right? It doesn't mean he's going to win, slam dunk to win, but I think it is important because your starting quarterback is expected to do what on your offense? Set the tone, right? So Baker Mayfield is the first quarterback on the field, he is the guy that they're expecting to set the tone for the offense. So I think that does bear some weight not saying to crown baker yet but i think it does bear some weight now some baker mayfield highlights that we got from logan james uh during one practice mayfield hit a 60 yard touchdown and this is a quote from logan quote throw on the money end quote and on the money throw so I know what Twitter says, but there's also some, some really good throws going on out there, uh, out in one buck in the end zone to wide receiver Tay Barber. Mayfield also hit Trey Palmer at one point on the sideline. A very solid ball from Baker Mayfield, but also a very nice grab by Trey Palmer. Again, if you didn't see the Trevor Sikama episode every day, as you already know this, Trevor kind of talked me down from my Kenny Bell PTSD. Uh, we'll see how that continues to develop through the offseason and preseason, but Trey Palmer getting involved there in that play from Baker Mayfield. And then Baker dropped a ball over the middle, uh, middle linebacker, off-ball linebacker to connect downfield with Trey Palmer. So once again, an on-the-money throw from Baker Mayfield, this time over the middle linebacker's head. You love to see it. Baker also rushed for a touchdown on the right side in a goal-line drill. That's cool. Nobody can hit you, though. So it's like, all right, it's not as cool as it could be. It's almost as cool as like the Miami Heat being in the NBA Finals but not actually winning a game.
0: Wow. Wow. Shots fired early on. Um, look, a, a couple of takeaways from from the Baker highlights. So it's it's nice to see the connection with Trey Palmer early, but it's not... That has more to do with Trey Palmer, in my opinion, than it has to do with Baker Mayfield, because as we've talked about numerous times, our everydayers know, there's not a lot of depth at, at wide receiver. Once you get past Mike, Chris, and, and uh, Russell Gage, the rest of the wide receiver room is wide open, so you're looking for that guy that's going to step up and and assert himself as a mainstay in the wide receiver room in the rotation to get on the field come the regular season. Trey Palmer early on looks like he's got a leg up in that. We're going to talk about another wide receiver here in a little bit that uh, Logan is a big fan of he talked about it when he was on with me just a couple weeks ago uh but a, a couple of other quick takeaways the deep ball the sideline ball the the over the defender placement all of that is really encouraging again we we saw the video on twitter that started to go viral of these guys missing passes to tight ends and all that that's that's a very small sample size of what actually happened. And nobody wants to post the good videos. It's more fun to post the bad videos because they get the clicks, they get the retweets, they get the quote tweets. Uh and real and- quick
1: on that. Real quick on that. One of these viral videos going around was actually from Logan. And it's it's funny because it was actually I don't want to say stolen, but somebody else tweeted the video you know how you can do that you can tweet the video not retweet the tweet right he tweeted the video and that actually is the tweet that got picked up so a lot of people are crediting this other guy for the video it's actually logan's video and truth be told he didn't even like it didn't even dawn on him like they're really bad throws in here he's just like hey guys look the quarterbacks were warming up that was literally his only intention he didn't even realize that there was like these really bad throws in there he's just like hey guys we're getting started and and that's what it's kind of turned into so anyway i digress
0: yeah, well, and my last thing about about Baker is the the underrated mobility that he kind of put on display. And as you said, there's no pads, there's no hitting, so you kind of take it with a grain of salt. But that is, it doesn't matter if it's Baker, it doesn't matter if it's Kyle. That's going to be a facet of the quarterback's game that we haven't seen over the course of the last three years. Yeah, it was fun when Tom Brady ran, but everybody also held their breath because he's 40-plus years old running with a football uh so that's going to be something that's probably integrated a little bit more into the offense even on just boots uh just getting outside the pocket extending the play a little bit uh so it's nice to see that early on but let's talk about Kyle Trask for a little bit and some Kyle Trask highlights from uh our buddy Logan who was on the ground now uh he had a as Logan put it gorgeous 50-yard bomb in stride for a touchdown with tight end Tanner Taula uh this is a guy from illinois state trying to trying to fight to make the team he's gonna make his bread and butter if he can play special teams because of the three tight ends they already have in in keeft otten and durham but again it's nice to see him get involved make a nice catch in stride on a nice pass from kyle trask rakeem jarrett who's the other wide receiver i said we were going to talk about logan is a huge fan this guy has stepped up quite a bit in otas but he had a solid one-handed grab going to the sideline from Trask. He basically saved the ball from going out of bounds with one of those highlight reel-style catches. And then the uh, the pass to Kurt Warner's son, Cade, for a touchdown. So Trask with uh, with some nice throws of his own during this duel.
1: Yeah, look, and, and let's not oversell or undersell, Red, right? Let's not undersell the sideline throw that would have gone or could have gone out of bounds, because last year that throw probably would have gone out of bounds. In fact... Uh, My guy, Caleb, caught it because it went out of bounds. So this year, it's not out of bounds. Rakeem Jarrett is catching it. That's exactly what you want from your quarterback. So that's progression, I say, a little bit in jest. But look, you really love hearing about the Kyle Trask deep ball, uh, especially to a tight end, because let's be honest, like tight end deep balls? Usually those those require a little bit more touch because those guys don't typically run as fast as your average receiver. And as a quarterback, you're kind of like boom, I want to hit this deep ball, all the motion, all the power, all the strength, all the momentum. And so to to be able to kind of show restraint in that throw uh, and hit that guy down the field uh, shows a little bit of a maturity, growth, and, and ability. Rakeem Jarrett, multiple mentions on Logan's appearances here on the on Locked On Bucks podcast here the last couple of weeks. Uh, so you love hearing that as well. You hear like hearing these young receivers really starting to make a name for himself. And Cade Warner is also a guy who's getting multiple mentions across shows, across platforms, uh, and on social media. So I mean, a lot of good young receiver play early in, in OTAs. Again, I'm not saying go pick up Cade Warner for your fantasy roster or anything like that, but you do like seeing this positivity and this and this and this growth uh, from the quarterbacks and the receivers this early on.
0: And it is also worth mentioning uh, that John Wolford had a. Uh a highlight reel pass to Kalen Geiger for a touchdown. The catch by Geiger was the most, was more impressive than the throw, but Wolford Geiger touchdown. You love to see it. Bucks by 30. JJ Watt sends a strong message to media and fans alike. That's coming up next here on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's a two, a five, a zero, and a zero, then a decimal, then a zero, zero. And that is $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Now, after a decisive Game 1 victory, the Denver Nuggets are eight-and-a-half-point favorites to win Game 2 and minus 800 to win the title. If the Heat are going to make this a series, Jimmy Butler needs to look more like Jamichael Batordan, as my son likes to call him. But there's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, official sports betting partner of the NBA.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Bucks first listener, or your first view today and every day. Thanks for letting us take you into the weekend. I wish I had the Jimmy Butler gif. You know the one I'm talking about, where he makes the face like the the what face uh, for that for that nickname. I wish I knew that was coming. I could have created the gif. I could have put it up, uploaded it for the show, and had it. Um, since I didn't have it, uh, we'll just we'll just play this one in honor of of your son. We'll
0: talk about playoffs.
1: So we'll just we'll just play that sound for him I, I don't know it's 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 as confusing as as the uh the nickname so good effort uh by young by young Beckett though my uh shout out my best to Beckett um JJ Watt sent out a video on Twitter JJ Watt is a civilian he's a fan just like you just like us he is no longer a member of an NFL franchise I caution people to ease off some criticisms during OTAs especially criticisms of rookies James and, and here is what JJ had to say let me take our rude banner off of JJ's title there jj Watt, former nfl defensive end quote rookie has rough practice in his first week of otas yeah that's called being a rookie it's called first week of otas i had rough practices every every single year of my 12 years i've had rough games i've had multiple rough games like s dash 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 that's a cuss word hard it's the national football league like this is part of the reason why it's hard for guys to develop because we're judging guys on every single individual rep Every single day, we're posting videos online, hmm, Logan, of practice reps and guys working on their craft and guys trying to do new things. It's part of the reason guys are scared to try new pass rush moves and one-on-ones in practice, which is when you should be working on your pass rush moves because they're scared someone is going to film it and put it online and because they got blocked, now they look like an idiot. Let guys develop, let guys grow. I understand this is a business. We're paying millions of dollars and you expect greatness right out of the gate of every single guy let's let guys develop let's let guys get some practice under their belts let's let guys get into the league and let them grow as player get some nfl coaching we don't need to be another expletive all over guys in their first week in the national football league just let them grow james stern words from a guy who's walked the walk talked the talk been through the practices developed into a potentially hall of fame player i guess that's a discussion for another day uh, what do you think of of, uh, of J.J.'s sage advice to the
0: public? Uh, first and foremost, first ballot Hall of Famer, J.J. Watt. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, this is probably one of the best player or former player videos I have ever seen. Because this is a guy that's coming to everyone. He's coming at you and me. He's coming at the people in, in our YouTube live chat right now he's coming at the people on twitter he's coming at everyone It's saying look it's the first week of otas and and evan even kind of talked about this on our wtsp wednesday episode earlier this week where it's like stop raking baker and kyle over the coals because there's a, a viral video of some bad passes online it's the first week of OTAs. It's you don't know what they're working on, you don't know if they're trying uh, a different style of footwork that the coach is stressing and they're trying to get their own timing down, let alone timing with guys that they haven't played with before. And look, I'm the you know, I'll admit it, I've been unfairly hard on Kyle Trask with some of my jokes and some of my tongue-in-cheek comments and you know, I've I've based some of that off of what I have seen in person and I've based some of it off of what I project him to be. But it's also been slightly unfair of me to basically sit here and say for the last two months that there's no doubt in my mind. There's no way that Baker Mayfield is not the starting quarterback because it could mm. happen. And mm. so, you know, things like that and, and ripping on some of these guys. During OTAs, when they're out there in shorts and t shirts, they're learning a new offensive system. They are some of these guys are learning the NFL world for the first time, and to get ripped up and down on social media just flat out isn't fair.
1: Preach, yeah, no. I mean, look, I mean, I agree with all of it, I agree with everything you just said, I agree with everything that JJ just said, you know what I mean, and and Honestly it's 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 a it's a crea- it's a creation of its own master right? I I don't even know if I just said that right but basically the more popular the NFL gets the more people want to talk about what is happening the more people talk about what is happening the more pressure there is to have an opinion the more people have opinions the more other people want to have opinions and counter opinions and that and that's what essentially leads us uh to where we are today I did an episode for Locked On Commanders um and bear with me here don't stop listening I did an episode for Commander because I had a question from a viewer who said what do we really what should we really be looking for from OTAs and what should we really take away from OTAs and this essentially hits that nail right on the head it's it's a lot of fun to talk about the good and you should talk about the good but the bad all of the bad should really be taken with a huge grain of salt especially when you're talking about specific parts of, of the game right like like there are some more notes that Logan shared with us of guys like getting sacks right Why don't we share those notes? Well, we don't share those notes because what we don't want you to hear is Luke Gedeke gave up three sacks in OTAs. You know why? Because they're not wearing pads. They're also not allowed to fully contact each other, which means when Yaya Diaby decides I'm going to go extra full speed on this rep and I'm going to hit Luke Gedeke with a rip and a spin and a shimmy shuffle and get to Baker Mayfield. Guess what Luke Gedeke can do? He can do this. No, yeah, yeah. Don't make me look bad. Like that's that. You know what I mean. Like that's all he can do. So, you like we talk about sacks and stuff. Like, like the only thing you really take from like trench play, for example, is the get off. Like, how quickly is the offensive line getting into pass sets on time together? That's beautiful. Once they get into their pass, you can't like anything after that is is really not something you should be analyzing, right? Defensive ends, defensive tackles. How quickly did they get off the line of scrimmage at the snap of the ball? Are they getting off together? Who's coming off the fastest? Those kinds of things. Beyond that, you shouldn't really put a whole lot of stock in it. Uh, These passes, like we love the Trey Palmer catches. We love the Rakeem Jarrett passes, right? But why do we highlight the ball placement? Why do we highlight the sideline grab? Why do we highlight the athletic catch? Because DBs cannot impact these receivers right now, right? So we're not coming in here saying, oh, man, Trey Palmer, Moss, Jamel Dean. Jamel Dean's probably falling off this year because that's not realistic. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of what JJ is talking about. Highlight the good. Yes, the ball placement over the middle linebacker, beautiful. Middle linebacker did nothing wrong. Middle linebacker's in phase. He's in coverage. He's on the hip. The ball's just put in a better place. Accentuate the positive because those positives are what they're going to build on. But don't sit here and criticize. You know, I don't I don't even remember, honestly, who the, uh, who the middle linebacker is that that ball went over. But that kind of proves the point. I don't need to sit here and say, who's having a linebacker? Or let me go on Locked On Bucks and say, that guy gave up a reception in OTAs and he should have been on. No, because he is so limited in what he's capable of doing. So I think it's a really great message from JJ and something that not, not just fans, like media, we need to remember that as well uh, at times. And, and and that's why I like bringing on people like Trevor, people like Brianna Dix. We brought them on. And if, you, if you, every day as you've seen those interviews, and hopefully you noticed. I opened the door. We opened the door. and We have these people on. And we say, there's a narrative out here. We maybe have been too hard on Luke Gedeke, for example, with Brianna. And she told me why maybe I shouldn't be so hard on Brianna. I asked Trevor Sikkim the narrative of Devin White's actions on the locker room. What do you think of that of that impact, really? And he gave his answer. So we opened the door to also be corrected because that's the only way to keep yourself grounded in your analysis.
0: Exactly. And, and it, it also is a big part of us striving to bring all of our listeners, all of our viewers, the best information possible. We can give you our opinions all day long. As as fair as we might think that they are, other people are going to see things through a different lens, and the more conversation we can have, the better. So, again, I just want to say that was an absolutely phenomenal video by J.J. Watt. If you haven't watched it, uh, it is up on Twitter, uh, on his Twitter feed. It was just a little selfie video that he posted, but... Rashad oh, that White. was not
1: just some selfie video. Like, there was an angle. Like, he <laughs> tested that, like, he was like silly. He was in like deep thought. Like, it was, it was a well done video. But no, the, the message is great. Absolutely.
0: He he probably had seven ring lights around him. Uh Rashad White is among the many buccaneers that broke David's heart on Thursday. That's coming up next on Locked On Bucks. <laughs> wrapping things up here on a live friday edition of the locked on bucks podcast and the Buccaneers social media team shout out to a friend of ours and friend of the show jill beckman are still crushing it and on thursday they caught players coming out onto the field for practice and asked them who was going to win the nba finals david roll that beautiful bean footage asking our players who is going to win the NBA Finals
1: Denver Nuggets Heat baby Come on man We got Heat man Butler come on man He's a dog He's gonna win it Let's go Jimmy Butler in the Heat Oh I gotta go with the Nuggets man They've been playing great ball lately
0: Who do you think is going to win the NBA Finals? Um, no. What is the NBA? <laughs> heat Got him Yeah Oh, the heat
1: man we're going for the whole time man, man. I'm, going, I'm going with the heat man we're gonna go with the heat i like it man jimmy
0: buckets all day baby
1: shoot the heat because my boy jimmy Bucket's is gonna get it done has to let's
0: see mm, i'm going miami jimmy what do you say Himmy. himme buckets <laughs> i was not prepared for the prop that you have david uh jimmy buckets jemichael Um, a lot of, lot of love for the Miami Heat, but David, I have to ask, are you hereby mm-hmm. denouncing Rashad White as your favorite Arizona Sun Devil because of the comments that he made in that video?
1: <clears throat> James, do I want to take the rest of this episode off? Here's what I'm going to say about this video. First of all, Jill Beckman, you're one of my favorite people. I, I thoroughly enjoy seeing you. Every time I get to see you in Tampa, on the road, Wherever it is, thank you, G. Vegas. You know how to do it. But let me understand something. The disrespect. First of all, these Denver Nuggets are made of gold, not chickens. Okay, Jill. I need. I need some. I need. I need some. Some makeup for that disrespect. I'm gonna attack. I've actually. I am actually texting Jill later today to talk about that disrespect because that's uncalled for. First of all. Second of all. Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Buckets got six of them, six of them in game one out of 14 tries, try Jimmy Bricklayer. And also Jimmy Buckets, not a real, not a real nickname, by the way, that's just a fancy way of saying what he does. Like James, your name is James. I call you Jimmy, Jimmy Mike speaker. Like that's your nickname. I'm just churching up what you do for a living. That's not a nickname. I'm just saying what you're doing over here. Right. David getting salty. Like that's, that's not a nickname. That's just what I'm doing today. Joker. That's a nickname, and it's got to fit. You know what I mean? You can't just call anybody, call Bam Adebayo Joker. It's like, what are you talking about? That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Get a real nickname, first of all. I'm pretty sure Nikola Jokic had that many buckets in, in the first quarter. He actually didn't. He only had two more, but he also had like 12 more points. So, I mean, where's the buckets coming from if your nickname is Jimmy Buckets? And the last thing I'm going to say here, James, I don't have any hate for the young fella saying support the home team. Okay. Home team love. I'm never going to hate home team love. Yousef from Phoenix, home team love during the Suns Nuggets series. Never gonna hate him for that. So I don't hate the home team guy. But here's what I do who here's what I don't appreciate. This team thinks that they're fighting for a championship. That's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are out here doing, right? Why do we do this, according to Bruce Arians, James? We do this to get the effing rings, right? That's why we do this. Shout out to Amazon for their uh one of their good series. Anyway, these guys wanna wanna win a championship. You gotta replicate championship energy. So the fact that they're looking at the second-place team in the NBA Finals for championship energy, that's concerning to me. That is concerning to me. And also, how many Super Bowl champions pick the Heat? How many number one overall picks pick the Nuggets? Ah! Game recognizes game. Success recognizes success. Two things I never thought would happen this offseason, James Yarko. Me defending Baker Mayfield as much as I have and me talking down to Jimmy Butler. Cause I love that man, but dang it. The Buccaneers made me do it.
0: Uh well, I'm, I'm sure Jimmy's legs are tired from carrying the heat for the first two series. And then, uh, Caleb Martin or as Beckett has affectionately nicknamed him, Miami, Mike Evans. Uh, he, he, he forgot that he had a game on, on Thursday night. Um, but, uh, yeah, I I I understand you're upset, and I understand now that you hate Rashad White, and that is your prerogative. Um, but you know, you gotta you gotta respect what the Heat did. I mean, they they were six minutes away from being eliminated in the play-in against the Chicago Bulls and my boy Ayo Desumu, who did absolutely nothing in that series, but he's still my boy because you know, Illinois. Um, and then they they just Mode over everybody, Boston thought they were gonna do something, they didn't. That was hilarious to me. Um, but at the end of the day, I I think my favorite part of that entire video was somebody saying, What's an NBA? uh, because that was that was hilarious to me. It was Kokeef, shout out to Kokeef,
1: and yeah, no hate, no hate for that either. Uh,
0: also, uh, Jokic looks like Gibby from iCarly, shout out to all of you that get that uh all of he you plays parents, like a multi-time
1: mvp so i don't care what he looks like
0: uh all of you parents that had to sit through iCarly, tell me that that yokich as a child didn't look like gibby because my son also pointed that out to me and it's absolutely hilarious um the biggest takeaway i i i have from all of this and maybe they're maybe you're you're misconstruing the Bucks looking at the heat you know as you claim the the number two team uh, as as inspiration, they should look at the Miami Heat as inspiration, because who gave the Miami Heat even the slightest chance to do what they've done? Nobody. So far, nobody's giving the Buccaneers a chance to do anything. The odds makers, even Trevor Sycamore was on Locked On Saints talking about the Saints are going to win the division. Tampa Bay Trey snatched the Tampa Bay a- away from from his Twitter handle. He's just at Trey. Uh, <laughs> So looking at the Miami Heat, looking at Jimmy Butler, lifting that team up, looking at guys like Caleb Martin, who averaged like six points a game, all of a sudden be the Eastern Conference Finals MVP, despite who the trophy was handed to. And looking at these guys coming together as a team, defying the odds and making their way to the NBA Finals is absolutely inspiring. And it's something that the Buccaneers can absolutely do. They are in a division that they have the talent to win. And then once you get in the playoffs, you just never know what can happen. So kidding me playoffs (laughs) Uh, playoff. With that, we are going to bid you all a fair adieu. Now starting next week, the locked on bucks podcast will be three days a week. We will be coming at you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each and every week until about the middle of July, when we will go back to the five days a week. But as David was talking about earlier, unless it's bad news, there's really no news. So we are we are dropping to three days a week for our off season. We will still have Evan Klosky coming in on WTSP Wednesdays. I know a lot of you enjoy his insights and his takes and his pantomiming built bar reads, uh, which are is is quite entertaining. But yes, starting next week, three days a week for the Locked On Bucks podcast for the month of June and a little bit into July, uh, adjust your listening schedules accordingly. We want to thank each and every one of you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view every day. And a special shout out to all of our everydayers. If you have ideas, thoughts, topics, concerns, anything at all, Of course, you can email us at LockedOnBucksPodcastGmail.com or slide into the DMs at LockedOnBucks on on Twitter. Check out everything that David is doing over at BucksGameday.com. Check out my work at BucksNation.com. And, of course, follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JARCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fire the cannons. We thank you so much for joining us right here on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.